if you've listened to this show before, you, you know that part of my concern about the way that politics is headed, I think, is the the um, the the tribalism, the partisanship, the fact that we demonize the opposition. And I think a lot of it spills over from the United States. And I, I see what's going on in the U.S. right now, and it's a gong show. And I don't think we want that in any way, shape or form in our country. It's dysfunctional. It's broken. It's just not working. And I, 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 we see parts of it. We see pieces of it sometime get into the Canadian political conversation. And it it worries me. It really, really does. So um, this week, Press Progress, which I, I think would be fair to characterize as a left-leaning online media outlet, was doing some documenting of something. Uh, I'm not even sure what the title of it is. It's webinars, essentially, what online training sessions where followers are given basically a crash course in how to become scrutineers. And a lot of the language around this really sounds very, very similar to some of the language we heard around the last U.S. election. And that's the concerning piece for me. A lot of these things, they just transfer over. And I know how influential the United States is. So I want to find out more um, about these webinars and, and what they are and who's behind them and, and what they're telling people. So we're going to get into that with uh, Stephen Maguziak, who is a reporter with Press Progress. He joins us now. Uh, Stephen, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. No, thank you for having me. Okay, so let's just go into the, these these webinars. Uh, you've been following them. You've sat in on some. You've taken them in. Uh, I've seen some video clips. But let's. What are they about? How are they built? What are they meant to be? Well, they're meant to be um, training people to do election scrutineering. And so, election scrutineering scrutineers are in every election at every polling station. They play an important role in our democracy. They're there to ensure, they are there to ensure the integrity of the vote, and they're sort of typically are like the lack of silent observers. But what we saw here, I think, was a little bit different. So the seminar that we observed didn't focus on actually training people to scrutineer too much. Instead, what it did was it trained people on how to doubt the outcome of the election. Right. right. Like okay. It included a presentation on electronic voting technology that kind of went into the weeds about various electronic voting systems. Like I've even brought up the names of some of the ones that Fox News got in trouble talking about. Okay. Okay, let's back up for a sec here. First of all, when it comes to scrutiny, there's nothing wrong with getting involved as scrutineers. All parties have scrutineers. That's the way the system works. But there's a process to how that happens, right? Like there is a way that scrutineers are selected and placed. Yeah, like they're basically acting as representatives for individual candidates. So if you want to be a scrutineer, you get involved in a political campaign and uh, ask to be essentially nominated to man a polling station on behalf of that partisan political candidate on election day. Okay, so does this step outside of that typical process? I mean, that's basically what they're being told to do, right? This is the process to get yourself named a scrutineer. Yeah, they're actually in the... Um, members are being told to kind of infiltrate um, political campaigns for the purpose of scrutineering, um, and they're being directed to conservative campaigns specifically. What has uh, Elections Alberta had to say about this? I know you spoke, uh, you reached out to them. What's their response to this uh, webinar training session? Okay, so it's interesting. Uh, one of the promotional materials for the webinar said that, like, Elections Alberta representatives would be present. Um, but I asked Elections Alberta about it, and they said, absolutely not. We're not, <laughs> like, participating in these in any way. That's not how this is normally done. 
all the scrutiny rules are on our website is kind of what they told me. So they have nothing to do with what's going on here. Okay, so back to what they're being taught uh, or trained or, or what some of the dialogue is. And that's the part that concerns me, Stephen. And, and I think you're right. You're, you're seeing a lot of the parallels with the things we're talking about in the United States. They're talking about election fraud. They're talking about voting machines. They're talking about a lot of the things that really turned uh, U.S. politics into a gong show after the last election. Yeah, absolutely. And there are also um, other things they got into that I thought were quite notable, where they're actually telling people to watch out for, quote, busloads of voters showing up at voting stations. They were quite concerned about, like, just busloads of people uh, just being showing up to vote, showing up to vote for whatever reason. They were also being told to be vigilant about foreign nationals voting. They were kind of raising the idea that you can vote in Alberta without even being a Canadian citizen, which is... It's not know, it's absolutely false, and I think Alberta, elections Alberta would probably have a thing or two to say about that, too. But yeah, they're also telling people to target ridings that are close. So if folks are listening in Edmonton, there's a good chance that your riding is one of the ones that they're focusing on with this action. They'd actually produce a list of ridings that will be close and need to be closely watched. Yeah, 39 ridings. Um, they posted it in the webinar. Now, who's putting on these webinars? Who is uh, doing the instructing, if you will? The instructing was carried out by top organizers from a group called Take Back Alberta, which has been getting a lot of attention this election. Take Back Alberta itself, I think it is important to note, is insisting that they... Right, they're not involved. In the official Take Back Alberta event, but it's their, it's their top people. So we have uh, Benita Peterson, who is the main facilitator. She is the Edmonton organizer for Take Back Alberta, and she was known during the pandemic for protesting outside of hospitals. And she organized a protest at one point at West Edmonton Mall at a toy star. I, I, don't, I think it was a Build-A-Bear workshop uh, with a pandemic influencer known as Oh, Chris yeah. Guy. I remember that. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Yep. And it was also included heavy participation from a fellow named Roy Beyer, who founded a group that inserted itself into the Ottawa occupation. It was called Taking Back Our Freedoms, and he's the Calgary organizer for Take Back Alberta. Uh, Maxime Bernier sits on the board of his organization. He kind of comes from a Christian evangelical right. Uh, Bayer is interesting in that, like, yeah, he's um, become a pretty heavy organizer for Take Back Alberta in the Calgary region. Now, and as you said, and we'll reiterate, Take Back Alberta, you spoke with David Parker, the leader of Take Back Alberta, and he said, yeah, these are Take Back Alberta people, but this is not a Take Back Alberta uh, initiative. We're not involved in this in any way, shape, or form. It's just them doing it on their own, correct? That's correct. That's what they're saying, yeah. It was funny because like, when we registered for the webinar, it comes with a Take Back Alberta branding on the uh, registration form, though, and they're plugging it through their official channels on Telegram. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, are there more planned? Is this uh, an ongoing campaign that will continue right up until the end of the vote? Uh, there will be another one on Friday, I believe. And Take Back Alberta, meanwhile, is also training people to door knock and has been for quite some yeah, time. They, yeah, we've covered that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, Stephen, I appreciate you, you bringing the story to us. Thanks so much. No, thank you for your time. Thank you.